Yo, this is Joe. And this is your boy, Eli. Welcome back to another episode of the Off Wrestling Podcast. On this episode, we'll be giving a quick little breakdown of our thoughts and opinions. But first, the intro. Welcome back to the episode of the Off Wrestling Podcast. Uh, we're doing a quick little breakdown of AEW Rampage first, I believe. Um, what were your overall thoughts for AEW Rampage? Bro, I absolutely love the fact that this show was only an hour. Like, Oh my God, yes. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> like, you know how you got to make, it's like you got to make time. You really got to make time to watch Raw, um, make a little bit of time to watch SmackDown. But like, just to sit down for an hour and watch wrestling, it's very doable. And like it, it weeds out a lot of like the story and like uh, other stuff. Like it's straight to the point. I love it. It's what's yeah. raw. It's what raw needs. You know what I mean? Like just just break it down. Yeah, I felt like it was just like a microwave version of dynamite. Like it was just straight to the point. Like I don't mind just watching three matches. It wasn't that much. And for me, I was thrown off because I tuned in and I was like, okay, about to be a two three hour episode. Like let me <laughs> let me get my dinner ready. Let me sit here and chill and actually watch this long show. And then when the main event came on, I was like, wait, already? Like, I was like, this is almost over? So I was really relieved that it was just one hour. And I was like, yeah, I don't mind reviewing that. It's only an hour. That's that's not too bad. Yeah, it's it's way less filler. Definitely, yeah. So that was my first thought. And then um, the presentation was cool. I don't know how I feel about the commentary team quite yet. Uh, Taz and Mark Henry and Chris Jericho. And yeah. It, it was kind of a lot. Like, I feel like... A three-man commentary group is already enough, but it's like it's it was it was a four. bit much. It was four. I was like, whoa, okay. And like, I get that they're trying to make it a big deal because it's like a pilot episode, but man, they mm-hmm. need to trim it down like maybe two or three max. Yeah, because I think they even had Mark Henry after the first match after yeah. Christian's match. He went backstage and interviewed Christian, and I don't think he came back after that unless I'm tripping. So I'm like, maybe that's how they're gonna do it. Like, they're going to have him just leave and go do interviews, and then he takes a break from a match or something. Yeah. But I feel like, why not just make him a backstage person? Like, yeah, exactly. He's just the, he's just the go-to interview guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. He interviews people on the ground level. Yeah. I feel like that would make more sense, because there's too many voices. It is. <laughs> and I, I feel like Mark Henry doesn't add that much, but he's also new to commentary. So I think He is brand new to commentary. What do yeah. you think about the uh, the Christian Cage match, him defeating uh, Kenny Omega? For the Impact World Heavyweight Championship or championships, or <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So initially, I thought it was two titles because he had two, but I thought it was two separate titles. He was he won, and I guess like maybe that's the Impact Championship they hold two at one time. <laughs> it's nobody really has watched Impact Wrestling for about three years, so nobody's judging you, honestly. Yeah, I was um, like, I was like, what is happening right now? Like, is that why Kenny has so many titles? There was two titles. Yeah. Ever since they show? fell off from the money from the the war that they had with WWE, <laughs> I don't think anybody is tuned in. So we're not judging you, bro. Yeah, yeah. I, that was but, my first. That was my initial thought too. I was like, wait a minute, did he just win an extra title? Yeah. Um, but no. Um, yeah, I was like, did I miss something? Like, I don't. I could have swore it was one title, but I yeah. think overall it was. 
it was a pretty good match. The match was really good. Christian still got it. And Christian was the right person to do it too, especially having him having been like TNA champion. So like it was he was the right person to do it. Yeah, he's had the history there in the company. And I feel like this works too if like he's gonna be going back and forth between Impact and AEW. And I feel like it kind of like makes more room for other wrestlers because there's already a bunch of wrestlers in WWE. And they have a bunch of new guys that just debuted. So I feel like this kind of gives him something else to do versus the AEW championship. Yeah. And but you can't also, just have you can't just have Kenny have all the titles. Yeah, true. And he's also battling uh Kenny for the AEW title, which I don't think he's gonna win, but it'll yeah. be a, a good little follow-up match. I feel like this title was a way of like it was kind of like pacifying it, like, okay, you're not gonna win the big one, but here's one of the titles to get on the mirror. Here you go, like, buddy. <laughs> but I mean, I like you said, like I'm here for it, especially with, like with more talent coming in. It just means another title that holds weight, and that's very important. I hate mm-hmm. when they like just put all the belts on one person. So for Christian to hold it, and then also for you know um, Kenny Omega to hold the other, still hold the other title, it just makes multiple titles hold weight. Now John Moxley can challenge Christian or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, true. It just it true. evens it up. And then um. I was gonna say like the second match. How did you feel about? <laughs> we were laughing about this earlier. <laughs> how do you feel about Miro versus Fuego del Sol? So the match was for the TNT Championship, the TV title, and I think if he won, he also got a contract offer, yeah. which is too many stakes in one match. Like that was like too many. Like he's up against some crazy odds. <laughs> like, and he already has like. Probably the contract. he probably already has like the worst record in in the company. You know what I mean? So yeah. I I definitely knew he wasn't gonna win. <laughs> I didn't think he was gonna get a contract either, but it was kind of weird for me how um Sammy Guevara came out, you know, later and they like they gave it to him anyway. It kind of feels like a participation contract. Um it did, yes. It doesn't that just doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like he's gonna be very high up on the card anyway. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I hear that people have been fans of you know his work and stuff like that, and you know I even saw videos of some people like crying on YouTube like because he won Dang. the title, but I mean not not won the title, but because he got a contract. But I'm just like, eh, it doesn't seem like that big of a deal to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, me neither. And I feel like he just popped up like a couple weeks ago. <laughs> like yeah. I, I have no idea who this dude is. Like, was he on AEW Dark? Like that. Yeah, he was. Well, that's what they're saying. He was on AEW okay. Dark. Which again, like, because of all the wrestling shows, like I don't always watch AEW Dark. You know what Mm-mm. I mean? So, um, especially now that they have Rampage, so it's just like, eh, I don't. I just don't know his importance that he's actually going to have in the company. You know what I mean? Like you know. Yeah, me neither. I wouldn't have booked. I wouldn't have. I personally wouldn't have booked this match on like the debut of of Rampage. Yeah. I would have had like Darby versus you know Miro something like that as a rematch. Yeah, a rematch. and he he got squashed. So like after the match, I was like, that's all the <laughs> match. Like it was like less than five minutes, and then it's like yeah. he got squashed. So it's like, does he really deserve a contract if he can't be Miro? Like, yeah, how can you take on these other major AW stars if you can't be Miro? Granted, Miro was like a tough opponent, but still, like, I don't know. I just felt like it was bad timing. Like, maybe the next, maybe he could have had it where he kept trying to wrestle people to get a, a shot. So he just felt sorry for him and then gave him a contract. Or maybe or beat, somebody beat somebody with a roll up. Beat yeah. somebody with a roll up. You know what eventually I mean? I was kind of somebody. expecting that, like, you know, but nothing, you know. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that one. Didn't really progress anything for anybody. Um, Bare, bare minimum, I would have had Darby come out and help him, and he gets a roll up, and then now it sets up the Darby and Miro match, the rematch, you know. But yeah, 
Yeah. Um, He's just a random guy from Mobile. (laughs) Yeah, a random guy from Mobile, Alabama with with the luchador mask. You know, it doesn't really connect to me. Uh, What do you think about Cody and Brandy getting the the reality show, the Rose on Top? And does it remind you of uh, Ms. and Mrs.? Oh, my God. I didn't think of Ms. and Mrs., but now that you're saying it, it kind of does. It kind of does. Um, it's, it looks more serious than Ms. and Mrs., though, because I feel like Ms. and Mrs. kind of has more of a, a funny comedy tone to it, kind of yeah. matching with the Mrs. style. But this show seems a little more personal. Like, there was clips where, like, they were crying and, like, they were yelling at each other. So it seemed like it, it kind of had more to do with, like, real life. Like, it might have been – it might be more realistic, I guess. But then it's also kind of like it may have that drama element to where it feels kind of funny. <laughs> like they're picking yeah. a fight over like oranges or something one episode for no reason. So, um, but I don't know. I think it's dope for AEW just to have more exposure and introduces no, new people that's like changes through channels and you see this random reality show. And it's like, oh, okay, who are these people? And then you get into it and then that may that might make you want to watch, you know, Dynamite or Rampage. So yeah, what I was what I was gonna say, I don't know if my wife necessarily like really really started watching wrestling until we watched like Total Divas or uh, like Total Bellas or like you know Mrs. Misses and shows like that. So it's mm-hmm. like I feel like it 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 has like the audience to connect with them, and so you get people that are like wrestling fans and non wrestling fans to watch. So mm-hmm. that's good for the company. Period. You know they yeah. don't have anything that's like that. That's kind of you know pushes that fourth wall or whatever like nothing's really like that it's just you just tune in to watch dynamite or you tune in to watch rampage so i personally think it's a good look just just to have that there because it'll be like the first show of its own very true and then um kind of to go back to rampage real quick how did you feel about the i'm gonna say her full name dr Britt baker dmd versus red velvet i thought it was a pretty good match i think red velvet got some good exposure but i'm at the point now where it's like when does Red Velvet actually get a real shot to where like she could win? Because I feel yeah. like I keep seeing her kind of like go against certain wrestlers, but it's like fall short. Yeah, yeah, she always kind of falls short. So it's like, when do we take her more seriously? And who's gonna eventually beat Britt Baker? Because it seems like there's no worthy competitor outside of Thunder Rosa. You know what I mean? So, yeah, and I'm I'm tired know. of seeing the Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker Doctor <laughs> Britt Baker match. Yeah. Um, I really saw like during the match they were like really really booing Red Velvet. Uh, I mm-hmm. genuinely don't think that either they don't like them or they just don't care for her. You know, I yeah. can't tell. I can't tell what it is. I feel like it's a bit of both, or they just like Doctor Britt Baker that much that it's like. So that was also like her hometown, Pittsburgh, I believe. Yeah, so I think okay. that may have been a part of it too, where it was like, "This is our home favorite. We don't care about who she's wrestling right now." Right. <laughs> so that might have been it. Her parents were there too, so. Okay, that's okay. That's okay. That's more that may have been a part, but I mean, as far as like for what you said, uh, no, I don't feel like Red Velvet will ever really win the women's championship. Mm-hmm. Um, some people just won't ever win it. Um, mm-hmm. but I feel like with Britt Baker or Dr. Britt Baker, I feel like it's got to be something of Jade caliber, you know what I mean. I always mm. throw Jade's name in there, but I just feel like Ooh. somebody like that is gonna take the title. It's gotta be somebody that's just as big as her, if not bigger, you know what I mean. Yeah, they're acting Jade too. So I feel like they're kind of coaching her and kind of grooming her for that top women position yeah. as the champion. She's having so, some squash matches, you know. Yeah. So she she probably end up beating her. I think she needs to work on her moveset more, but she's already pretty solid. But I think working on the moveset and the character, she'll definitely be able to compete with, you know, Britt Baker. Um, I guess switching over to um Monday Night Raw. What did you think about the the segment where, you know, or rather at the end of the match where Randy, I guess it, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say they're completely broke up RK bro mm-hmm. because 
AJ and almost still need, you know, the challenge. They still need them to challenge them for the tag team title. So true. It looked like a breakup, but it's not necessarily like confirmed. But like, what did you think about that? I think like it kind of looked like a breakup, like you were saying. Like I felt like Randy were kind of was kind of like disowning him, but then also it's like Randy never really rocked with Riddle from the jump anyway. So <laughs> I think this is just like fair treatment. Like it's almost like that weird relationship where it's like you're continuously trying to like show love to somebody and play like riddle just doesn't see that randy does not like him and that randy's not to be trusted <laughs> and when he keeps continuing to be like i want you to be my friend we're friends and it's like nah like he's like the last hey randy <laughs> hey randy hey randy yeah bro i got you I feel scooter, like, bro i feel like they did it at the wrong moment i don't know what that hiatus was that, that randy took but i feel like if they were gonna do it they either do it Maybe they tease it too early. If they're gonna do it, they need to do it after they didn't capture the tag team titles, or mm-hmm. you know, for the for the money and bank, and bank thing when Riddle qualified but Randy didn't. Like that would have been the moment right there for him to turn on. Um, but yeah, this to true. me is like Randy just coming back and be like, "Oh no, I'm back now. I'm not doing that." Like that doesn't that, <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't really make any sense to me. Like yeah, it's like y'all like, were y'all oh, were you know, kind like, of friends. Yeah, y'all were kind of a solid tag team for a few months there. So this it's just out of nowhere. See what I did there? Mm-hmm. Um, it just doesn't make any it doesn't make any sense for them to do this out of nowhere. I feel like it would have either been at the money in the back thing where Riddle qualified if he didn't, mm-hmm. or and when Riddle tried to qualify for him and he didn't, or when you know. After they challenge AJ and almost, and they just come up short, like so, just it just seems kind of in a weird spot for me. Yeah, we'll have to see what happens, you know, on Raw this week. You know, how Raw does like, yeah, <laughs> just act like it just act like last week didn't happen. Like, what happened, bro? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was uh, you were kind of on my coattails a little bit. I don't, I don't know. How I feel it's gonna be something random like that, or it's maybe very, they will continue yeah. it to where like it leads to a feud where it's. Riddle versus Randy, but it does feel kind of early. Like you said, like they could probably do the Riddle Randy thing for a little longer. Like hey, almost Randy, to like, almost to like, like the Royal Rumble, they could do. Yeah, it. I feel like Riddle versus Randy would actually be like a really decent feud. Yeah, um, it would be even with like no title involved. Like that would be big. But for him to like stab him in the back, I feel like the the stakes should have been a little bit higher. Should have been after a match or something like that. You know what I mean? Like something like for the tag titles or something like that. You know, very true. Um, yeah. For opportunity, uh, I know you saw the I know you saw the Lily thing with the less of Bliss. <laughs> this oh thing God. just th- I told you, like I said, this thing is going to get worse before it gets better. Mm. But that the thing they had with Alexa Bliss, where I forget what the match was, I think it was Alexa Bliss versus Dewdrop, and Lily mm. is on the turnbuckle, and they somehow pinned the camera in like. In an audience, it looked like it was may have been pre-recorded or something. Mm-hmm. Kind of pan the camera to Lily, and she winks in the middle mm-hmm. of the match. Like that is just, it was just the worst possible thing they could do. Like <laughs> it's just getting worse and worse. Yeah, I kind of cringed. I was like, do we really need to do this? Like, <laughs> do we have to do this? Like, and <laughs> like I think it was pre-recorded because I was trying to piece it together. Like, how did they pull this off to where they she winked, but for some reason the crowd still reacted to it live. So I was like, they, they it, when, it, when they screen? showed it, when he showed the doll winking, it looked like it was a blur behind her. So mm-hmm. they could have like positioned her specifically there beforehand. Mm-hmm. And like you could not see the crowd behind her when she when she winked. It just looked like it was a crowd. Mm-hmm. But nobody's moving behind her. So I don't I don't know how they exactly did it, but 
it was fake, and I absolutely hated it. <laughs> yeah, I hated it too. I'm ready for a link up one day and just go back to our old character. Like, yeah. just go back to who you were before. Like, I even you... hate the movements in the rain, like the little the cross she does. Yeah, it's yeah, it's cringy. cringy. She looks weird. Like, it's this is <laughs> this isn't you, girl. This ain't you. Yeah. Snap out of it. And like, especially because like Bray's gone now too, which I can't. That's I still can't believe that Bray Bray is gone, but Bray is gone now. So it's like, what's the reason of continuing the character? Like, I don't, I don't know. It's yeah, that was me. that was the origin of the character. So you can't just keep going with it. Mm-hmm. You know, it ain't for me, dog. Yeah. <laughs> How did you feel about uh, Miz faking his injury? <laughs> it, it completely threw me off because it was like. Um, Damien Priest is kind of like messing around with the chair and the water and everything and then it seemed like he was about to attack Miz and then Miz just stood up and I was like what? what? You you texted me earlier you was like I don't want to spoil what happened with Miz and I was like what happened with Miz? Like I was like what is he talking about? Like, yeah. Miz, doesn't <laughs> Miz, Miz is never really in like lately he's never in like a major storyline you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's just kind of sitting in a wheelchair with the dripsticks like that's what he's been doing. That's his thing. Since you know uh, how whenever it happened with the zombies, the, the stupid zombie hit review, which again, it still makes no sense. I was Does wondering it. what they were going to do to get him out of this thing because it's like it wasn't a real attack, like, yeah, some fake zombies attack. So I was yeah. wondering when they were going to be like, All right, Mrs. is going to get up, you know, Orson looked like he was shocked, and then I was like. Hmm. I wonder if this is the breakup between John Morrison and Miz. Like, you just want that to happen. You don't want that. I, was, to happen. <laughs> I don't. I, I wonder if I wonder if Morris is gonna be like, I did all this dirty work for you, and like, I I went through all this tor- turmoil with people, all this stuff, and you just had in a wheelchair like he was injured. That's like, a good I angle. Like, I feel like that may be an angle, and then Morrison finally gets to go on and do his own thing. You know what I mean? Um, but we'll we'll see what happens. We'll see what transpires this week. How they kind of like break it down but i don't know i just it was interesting the way they looked at each other and he just ran without morrison coming with him so i don't know that would be to me to me that would be the best possible angle Mm -hmm. um just because it make it makes perfect sense yeah watch them go completely different direction (laughs) my broken walk now we're both dripping dripping together i don't know (laughs) stop it miss drip drip Okay, no, we're done with that. Um, <laughs> the death of uh, Elias's character. Uh, how do you feel about that? I'm, I'm personally gonna say, I, I love the the walk with Elias gimmick, but I feel like it's been holding him back for a while because mm-hmm. eh, there's only so there's only so far you can like really get with it. I think I think he kind of reached the ceiling of it. I don't even know if he ever got the. Did he ever get the Intercontinental title? Uh, I don't think he's ever won a title, has Maybe. he? I don't even know if he's won the U.S. title. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if he's won anything. He fe- he feels like he would be that kind of champion, at least Intercontinental champion, but he never yeah. really got to that. Um, and I just feel like the whole – it's kind of been a crutch because it's like the gimmick gets stale after a while. You hear mm-hmm. the guitar strum. You just know he's going to be in the middle of the ring. He's going to do a part of a song. Somebody's going to interrupt him, and that person's going to hit their finisher on him, and, you know, like he's going to lose. So, yeah. I feel like it's just really that character as dope as it is and as dope mm-hmm. as it was and it made some good moments. I think it's kind of held him back to his true potential of what he could actually be. I mean, he's a, a very uh, physical guy. Like I think I, I think he's got a, a whole lot of potential. He's always reminded me of like Macho Man Randy Savage, just the way he looks. Mm-hmm. You know I mean? 
Um, but he's got a decent, I mean, he's got a decent character. He's got charisma. I just feel like he should just go with a completely different gimmick and mm-hmm. it'll possibly work for him, you know? Yeah. I don't know why. Well, like when I saw the, the vignette that they did, I immediately thought of him, like almost reiterating the Macho Man character for a second. <laughs> I was like, what if he did that? But I'll be like, no, nah, that would not work. Nah, it wouldn't work. But I don't know. Like I saw it and like, they showed clips like during his vignette when the fire was burning, like they showed clips of him getting hit with the guitar. And I was like, I wonder if he's like, man, this guitar is holding me back. People attack me with it. You know, like it's holding me back character wise. Like, I just need to get rid of this thing. But I'm interested because it's like he like getting rid of the guitar is one thing. But it's like he said it's the death of Elias. So that means like he might even have a name change. Right. So I'm like, this is interesting. Like, what are they going to do? And I feel like they have to do this very carefully because they can easily mess this character up. So I think they need to treat, treat this very gently. Maybe have him go away for a little while and then come back as a different person, maybe. But I hope he doesn't change his look too much because I feel like his look kind of works. But yeah. I don't know. Like it's it's interesting. Like I'm really intrigued as to what they're gonna do with him moving forward. Hopefully this leads to title reigns because he's a he has a dope look. He has a dope move set. Like they just need to pull the trigger on him. Yeah, I, I agree with what you said about like kind of treading lightly with the gimmick change because they don't want to go from. I mean the gimmick the guitar gimmick kind of held him back. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. they don't want that to like an extreme gimmick change to like something like now he's like a cult leader or something like that (laughs) that'd be wild like like seth rollins but on 10 like my name is i don't know i don't even know where i don't even know where they're gonna go my name is johnny rollins (laughs) do you remember back in the day like we first started hanging out when we uh you were talking about the character of him being uh seth's brother Bruh, yes. Do you remember that? It was like Seth's yes. bro- Seth's brother that lo- got lost in the fire or something like that. <laughs> fire? What if uh, they that maybe something they could do? What if they did that? That'd be hilarious. But they're, they're not gonna do that. But I'm just saying, like, what if they try something? Like that? No, no, no. Okay. okay. Just don't make him a deacon or something like that. Yeah, you know I mean. Like, oh no. Like, so it is like deacon Elias. You go by Eli then. But like I just I don't know like with the extreme character changes I just kind of get wary like uh this may even be like worse you know what I mean sometimes mm-hmm. it works sometimes it doesn't like I personally think the uh the Baron Corbin gimmick he's doing now I pers- I, I personally like that more than King Corbin I thought the yeah, King Corbin it. was stale this mm-hmm. is he's actually really owning this gimmick you know what I mean <laughs> got um, the dirty shirt on the dirty <laughs> shirt on like I look at that shirt and I'm like yo that's that legit has to be the shirt from last week because it's getting even dirtier if <laughs> like, I it's got like the it went from like a little yellow mustard stain to like the now the whole shirt is musty so it's like he's really living this like it's not iron I, I love I love it but he's actually owning it and I think that's why that gimmick is is so good yeah I'm hoping that he just keeps wearing the shirt. Like, don't take it off. Like, it's gonna be brown, it dirty bro. and, making it dirtier and dirtier every day. Like every every time we see him, it's dirtier. Sure, <laughs> with his different. pants, with his <laughs> yeah. pants a little bit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, kind of sell the character. He's already selling it really good, but sell the right. character a little more. I love it. Like, if I was live, I would be boy. <laughs> I don't know. It's just great. I know we're gonna talk about him later too. Um, so I know you really wanted to talk about this one, and we had to talk about this Roman and Cena. Um, but how did you feel about their opening promo on SmackDown? Man, um, all the so I think this promo really showed like the the growth that Roman has had, like since the you remember the promos they had when they were like fighting at No Mercy or something. Was it pay per view? Mm-hmm. It was a couple years ago. I forget. 
but I know but what you're talking about. But it's like that that pay per view. I think that Roman was like still like so green, and although they were trying to make him like the top guy and stuff, like he was like on the mic, he wasn't that good. And John Cena would like literally get the best of him like every single promo. Mm-hmm. I like even on one of them, I think like. Uh, Roman like forgot one of his lines or something, and John called him out on it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's like, "It's called a promo, kid. If you're gonna be the top dog, you need to you need to know how to cut one." You know what I mean? So yeah, he cut him deep. Yeah, he cut him deep in that. Yeah. But it, like with this, he like, still does that. Yeah, he's yeah he still does it. Like John Cena is still like he still has he's like one of the best like promos. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But for this one, it was a little bit more even. Like you know, although John, of course, you know, at the end of it, kind of got the best of him. I feel like it was a little bit closer. Like. I think it kind of shows just how much Roman has grown, like promo wise, like over the years, and like how good of a heel he is right now. Because uh, it was good, bro. That opening segment had me hyped for, for uh, SummerSlam, <laughs> and I didn't even think I was hyped before. Yeah, I think for me, I was like, man, I want SummerSlam right now. Like, right. <laughs> when I was watching it, I was like, man, this is what wrestling used to feel like when I was younger. Like, I would watch and the prom- all the promos would be great. You know what I mean? Stone Cold would own the show. Rock with on the show Triple H, like it kind of brought me back to that old wrestling feeling. Like, man, like this is I'm excited right now. Like, I was excited watching the promo, um, especially like the way that John Cena just turned into Roman and then Roman kind of fought back. Um, like you said, it was very, very even. Um, the only thing I I don't like about these exchanges is the fact that John Cena keeps saying like you're protected, you're protected, and you yeah. know they, you you bury other people. Nobody else can be better. And he was like. You're the reason why Seth is ruined and Dean Ambrose went to another company, which is like, we know why Dean left and we know why Seth is the way he is. It's because of the company, not Roman. You know what I mean? So, and they're on separate brands, Dean and Roman, I feel like for a little bit too. So that part got me. And then the fact that he kept saying you're protected, it's like, Johnson, you're like the most protected superstar ever. Right. So, like, I was waiting for Roman to call that out. That's the only thing that kind of I'm missing in this feud. But other than that, like, it's been really solid. Yeah. People hated John Cena for that back then. I'm surprised even right now people are like cheering for Cena. I'm like, yo, I still kind of want Roman to win, but yeah. you know, people absolutely hated John Cena for like burying every up and coming top star on the roster. So them saying like him saying like him being protected and you know they're trying to like create this this guy for marketing and stuff is like this is you like ten years ago, you know. So like you said, I wish they would have did that, but at the same time. I think it. I didn't think it did his overall goal, which is getting everybody hyped for SummerSlam. Like I can't yeah. wait, at least for that match. For that yeah. match. Yeah, that, I'm hyped for that one. I think that one and the Bianca and Sasha one. That's the two where I'm like, okay. And even Seth Rollins' Edge. I feel like SmackDown has all the dope uh, storylines. Yeah, I'm not really hyped for Goldberg versus Lashley. No, I'm not either. No. We ain't got to talk about that. Yeah, let's not even talk about that. <laughs> talk about that. I'm cool on that one. I was great. We could talk about it when we do our uh, reaction to the pay-per-view, but yeah, yeah. right now I'm cool on that one. <laughs> yeah. um, so how do you like the Seth Rollins? He had a, it was a great promo. Like Seth was doing some really great promos about Edge recently. Like, yeah. He's really kind of stepped it up. How did you feel about the video package he did comparing his career to Edge's? I was surprised that it was actually good. Um, yeah. It's almost like something that he would like piece together himself like normally when people put together video packages or something it's like mad corny or Mm -hmm. they're like they stopped in the middle of the ring in the segment of smackdown they're like well let's take a look at what i did last week and it's like you can tell like they just told (laughs) him to say that like it's so awful but this uh that video package put together like you know it's actually really convincing like yo he definitely surpassed edge at least in my mind you know what i mean like look at the video yeah it's like 
as far as his career goes, I actually see the comparison. I never really thought of the comparison mm-hmm. before, but I see the comparison now. And yeah, like Rollins, like was miles ahead of him. So, you know, it's a good rebuttal. Like I, I, I love that. Yeah. He definitely is playing more into like the edge light thing. Cause he kept edge kept saying like your edge light, your edge light or whatever. You're not really me. You're trying to be me. And it's like, no, like I've surpassed you a little bit. Like I've done more than you've done in your career. You know what I mean? And, um, I don't know. I'm just I'm really excited for the match. Like I know Seth is gonna show out. Uh, I'm sure Edge is gonna like be able to compete with him too because Edge has been really good t- lately too. Who um, do you think wins that though? Wins the match? I think Edge wins because Edge is taking a lot of L's recently, and yeah. Seth doesn't. It doesn't hurt Seth to take you know the fall. So I feel like Edge wins, and maybe it keeps going after this. Like because I don't think this feud is gonna stop just at SummerSlam. Hopefully it does because I don't like super duper long feuds, but. Um, I could see them kind of dragging it on a little bit more, but maybe it stops at SummerSlam. But I think Seth loses that one. I can see Seth uh, stealing it and then Edge continuing the feud to get his revenge. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I can either either way, like you said, I can see that going the other way also. Oh, like Seth almost like Edge is still like upset with him. And I can see yeah, that too. Like we're not done. You know what I mean? Because I don't, done, I don't blood. yeah, I don't think this is just like a one time thing. Like all oh, those is a big match, but I'd like to see more of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a WrestleMania worthy match. Like yeah, it, it really we is. don't deserve this one. But it's SummerSlam, so we do we do deserve it. But it's like, man, like I almost feel like they should save this for later. Yeah, Loki, I wish this was this was a match for the WWE championship, not Bobby versus Goldberg. But uh this should be the match for the WWE yeah, championship. You're right. You're right. <laughs> but this is yeah. the match that may still the show at SummerSlam, Loki. I do I definitely think it will. Did you see the uh well I guess you I know you did. The uh, yeah. uh, Baron Corbin, <laughs> Baron Corbin still in the Money in the Bank briefcase from, from Big E. Yeah, um, I I really really uh, I liked like the match and everything and like his whole thing versus Kevin and everything. But I don't know how I feel about him taking Big E's briefcase. Like I'm like, stay away from Big E. Like right. do your thing, but stay away from E because this kind of goes into the territory of like, you know, maybe. Corbin might try to cash in Big E's contract or something. Yeah, I don't like, like that. I don't like that. I don't like. You that. know what I mean? It goes into like, like the the thin area where it's like, well, technically he can take it or something. Like I don't, I don't like that. Yeah. And I was shocked when he took it. I was like, no, like, <laughs> don't do this. Yeah, I don't, I don't like any, especially somebody who's lost the briefcase before. Um, I don't like him doing that. Hopefully, they just kind of like do like next week. Big E just shows up. He beats him for it takes it back and you know and, and that's just it you know what i mean but i don't mm-hmm. like corbin being anywhere near biggie's briefcase like at, at all Damn. Um, maybe he'll try to sell on ebay or something like that <laughs> i don't know yeah i think the promo between him and e is going to be hilarious oh it will be i'm excited for that his, his promo work has actually been really good. like normally i do not like watching baron corbin's matches i will just say that like so i hate watching his matches but his work has actually been really really good i'm gonna say like i'm gonna go on a limb here uh i've always kind of liked baron's promo especially since he turned into like when he was like the butler corbin like the constable corbin uh, that's when I started to like him a little more but it's because like I saw him at a live show and I saw the way he controlled the crowd yeah and I was like this dude's got something like he was such a great heel everybody booed him every time he came out and he didn't even he but barely say anything and people would boo him so I was like okay he's got he's a heat bagger he's got something so that's why this character just kind of worked because he's really good at what he's done. He's easy yeah. to hate. And yeah. I hated him. I hated him as like a Applebee's waiter when he dressed like an <laughs> Applebee's waiter. Absolutely yeah. hated it. I think he's always done stuff that they like, just to kind of make people upset, like subtly, like mm-hmm. they just hate it. Like people probably hate it, 
I think people hated his outfit as like that butler or you know Applebee's waiter, and he just mm-hmm. kept wearing it because people hated it. Like it's easy, you know what I mean? Like yeah, or like his simple. hair, like people people probably hated it, so he just kept wearing it like that. You know what I mean? He's very <laughs> mm-hmm. very easy to hate. I just never, I wasn't really that big of a fan until you know this this gimmick switch. I can kind of see it now. Like okay, he's he's really owning it. He's good at it. Yeah, he's he's really solid. I think he's gonna be something special continuing forward. Not with this character though. He's gonna be a la- he's gonna be a joke. He's yeah. gonna be a joke with this character, but it's hilarious to watch. Yeah, <laughs> he might start getting some major wins with it though. You know what I mean? When, like then that's kind of when you take it seriously. Yeah, I wonder how they're gonna do it. Like, is he gonna continue to do it for like another year or two, or is he eventually gonna win big and then he gets his character gets money and he stops being poor? Like, I wonder if that's gonna be a thing. I don't know. It's nice character yeah. work. Yeah, yeah. So lastly, we got the Bianca versus Sasha rivalry. Um, is heating up? Is heating up? One thing I did want to ask, like, did you take it as that the the segment from SmackDown? Did you take it as like Carmella and um, Zelina Vega basically like work for Sasha now? Like, is that how you take it? Like, <laughs> is this a faction now, or is this just like a one time thing? Like, what did you kind of take that? If they are working for, I feel bad for Carmella. You can't beat her, so you end up joining her. I do. <laughs> like especially considering the fact that that was a feud like last I think like what last year that was a feud Carmella versus Sasha. Yeah, which and now she's just kind of like an, a lackey like I don't like that. She's supposed to be like a new character and everything and she couldn't beat Sasha. I think it's cool for Zelina. I don't mind Zelina doing it cuz she needs something to do. Yeah. You know, kind of as like this fresh new character, but I feel like Car- Carmella can kind of stand on her own. And I thought that too, like when she was like, "I got a little help or like some witnesses or whatever," and they came out. They had yeah. on like almost the same clothing. Yeah, they did. And it looked it's like both, they yeah. looked like they were sharing an outfit. <laughs> they did look like they were sharing. I was like, okay, was one supposed to take the top half, and the other take the bottom half? I didn't I necessarily understand that. Yeah. Um. But okay, so I feel like. I, I feel like Zelina, maybe if it was just Zelina, I'd be like, okay, I feel good. Like, this is this is cool. Mm-hmm. Sasha and Zelina, maybe they're in a group for a little while, and then Zelina eventually turns on her, like, to get the opportunity. Like, I could see that, like, build her up that way. But mm-hmm. I feel like Carmella, I don't want to say, like, this is like beneath Carmella, but it's just, it's kind of beneath Carmella. You know what I mean? Yeah, she's accomplished so much, I feel like. She's won the Money in the Bank twice. Did she win the title twice? Yeah, yeah. She's won the WWE Championship. She held it with uh, when she had James Ellsworth, I believe, or something like that. Yeah. So um, she's she's certified. Like, yeah, she's certified. So I don't think she needs to be somebody's lackey. Like, yeah, she should be. If anything, it should be like her trying to make it a triple threat, or you know what I mean? Like, facts. Yeah, yeah. She's not on that calendar. Like, granted, I don't like Carmella like that, but I feel like it's better than to be Shasha's lackey. You know what I mean? Right. So. I think that's interesting. Um, but I definitely think the feud is heating up. I'm excited. This is like my second favorite storyline going into SummerSlam. I think this is going to be a great one because um, I think Sasha and Bianca just have great chemistry together. And I think for like, they know that they're two black women, so they have to put on. Um, so it, I don't know. I'm really excited for the match. Uh, <laughs> she choked her out with that braid, bro. Like, I did not expect that. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. yeah, and then Sonya was trying to keep the peace. Like, nobody's breaking the table. She was like, we're gonna have a peaceful signing. So they signed a contract. So it was a wrap. <laughs> but That's happened was... at every single contract signing ever. Yeah. They didn't break the table, they just flipped it. So I guess the right. table got saved. They did what Sonya said. So. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I definitely think it'll be up on the card as far as like one of the best matches that night, considering um mm. how it was in media i do wonder what they're gonna make the main event i feel like mm. i feel like you have to make 
Roman versus John Cena, the main event. Yeah, you got to. John's... Although the women, although the women main evented the first night of WrestleMania, and like this is a good rematch. Like this also is like this is huge. Like, but they may make it Goldberg. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, I feel I... like Goldberg and Lashley cannot close the show. Oh though. no, I hate that. Yeah, <laughs> I would hate that. I'd be in my house bored, <laughs> bored right. my TV. Like a no, five minute match, a five minute match to close the show. No, with this dude running around and Bobby deflecting him and eventually catching him and. Put him in a hurt lock, like nah, like I'm cool. Yeah. It's it's gotta be Johnson and Roman, and Johnson is the movie star. Like he has like three major movies out right now, so yeah, it makes more sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll see what they actually go ahead and do with the mass card on uh, SummerSlam. But that was another episode of Awful Wrestling Podcast. Please remember, if you did not like it, you can't complain because it totally was awful from the jump. It's all for Wrestling Podcast. Peace. See you next time. Subscribe, subscribe. <laughs> So be sure to subscribe on the podcast app of your choice. Also, follow us on Instagram at Off Wrestling Podcast and on Twitter at Off Wrestling One. We also accept donations. <laughs> <laughs>